Today, from the International Gospel Hour, let's look at the precious relationship between sheep and shepherd, spiritually that is, as we look at a portrait of God's people, sheep. Stay tuned. That's our study today from the International Gospel Hour. On Jordan's stormy banks I stand and Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For 80 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour. Starting now. Thank you to our Jay Webb, and greetings to all of you. It is so good to have you with us today. Let's begin with a verse of Psalm 100, specifically verse 3. Know that the Lord, He is God. It is He who has made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. You know, friends, 24 of the 39 Old Testament books mention sheep. 20 of the first 26, and all five of the books of the law. And, of course, sheep are depicted in three ways. Number one, the importance of sheep. After all, sheep, a common animal in Bible times, was used for sacrificing. Figuratively, it is used as those that need leading, referring to the followers of God. And we learn of the importance of a shepherd. Sheep need a shepherd, as we learn from that blessed 23rd Psalm. Now, dear friends, we want to continue looking at this beautiful portrait of the people of God. They are called sheep, sheep of His pasture. And we want to think about this today in our study and hope that it will be of great encouragement to you. But first, our J-Web has a few words about our work in social media at the International Gospel Hour. Then we'll come back with our study. Why not follow the International Gospel Hour on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Simply type International Gospel Hour into the search engine, and you can like and follow our pages to keep up with the latest news and efforts of our labors, of which you are a part as a listener and a supporter. We would love to have you as a follower on social media. And now, back to Jeff. Dear friend, a sheep in God's flock will focus on the shepherd, that being Jesus Christ. It was a tragedy in the Old Testament when Israel was looked upon as sheep with no shepherd. An example is Second Chronicles 18, verse 16, that says, These have no master. In the New Testament, we see the same strategy. Listen to the words of Jesus in Matthew 9, verse 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. However, friends, a sheep in God's flock is led by the shepherd, the Christ. Jesus taught this beautiful lesson in John 10, verses 7 through 16. We learn from that context in verse 9 that we are saved through the shepherd. Parallel with that, Matthew 26 and verse 28 of His blood that would be shed. In 1 Peter 1, 18 through 20, the redeeming blood. And Hebrews 13 and verse 20. In John 10 and verse 10, one may have abundant life through the shepherd. 
Parallel with that, Ephesians 3 and verse 20, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that which we ask or think. An abundant life is available through the shepherd, just like a physical sheep and a male or a human, rather, shepherd. Well, there can be abundance for that sheep. In verse 11 of John 10, there is life given by the shepherd. We learn this also in verse 15 of John 10. And then let's parallel there Ephesians 2, 1 through 5, of those that he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, and how they were made alive through Christ, the shepherd. Verse 14 of John 10 says that his sheep are known by the shepherd. We can parallel that Second 2 Timothy 2 and verse 19. So a sheep in God's flock is led by the shepherd, the Christ, But may we submit to you that a sheep in God's flock is looking for the return of the shepherd, the Christ. You see, sheep will be looking for their shepherd. My wife and I enjoy walking a beautiful walkway in the town of which we live. The other day I had some bread that I was not going to partake at a meal because of uh, dietary restrictions for the moment. And so I broke that bread up. I didn't want to throw it away, but I broke it up and I thought I will take it to the ducks. And when I walked up and I started opening that bag, those ducks, those ducks, if you will, rose up and started coming toward me. And I wonder if they're going to be looking for me now. I guess we'll see. But you know, a sheep in God's flock is looking for the return of the shepherd, the Christ. We see that affirmed in 1 Peter 5, 4, 2 Timothy 4, 8. In John 12 and verse 48, He that rejects me and receives not my words has one that will judge him. The word that I have spoken, the same will judge him in the last day. You see, the shepherd will also be our judge. A sheep in God's flock is looking for the return of the shepherd, for that's when sentence will come, and the sheep will go to, shall we say, a permanent pasture within heaven with the Lord. You see, a sheep in God's flock is led by the shepherd and is looking for the shepherd. And as one is led, as one looks, eagerly awaiting his return at the end of time, a sheep of his pasture can make the same affirmation of the psalmist, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Psalm 23.1 Number two, a sheep in God's flock will love his shepherds, or the elders of the congregation wherein that individual attends. Now let's talk about this for a moment because, friends, you may find what I'm going to bring forward quite different than you find in the denominational world. Speaking to the elders of Ephesus in Acts 20 and verse 17, we note later the words of Paul in Acts 20 and verse 28 when he said, Therefore take heed to yourselves and to all the flock, among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the church of God which he purchased with his own blood. Now we understand God, stated there, is the matter of deity, which he purchased with his own blood. That would also be referring to the Christ, who promised to build his church, Matthew sixteen eighteen, who shed his blood for the church, as we note here in Acts 20, verse 28. Of course, Christ moving on the eternal purpose of God, and they being as one. As overseers, 
elders have the authority of leadership. As overseers, elders are charged with the duty of seeing that things are to be done by others, and they are done correctly. As overseers, they are to look out for, to visit the flock, to organize, to govern, if you will. Now, they are also called bishops in Philippians 1 and verse 1 and 1 Timothy 3, 1 and 2. We are talking of a group of men that oversee a congregation of God's people. Now, another word for an elder, a shepherd, an overseer. Now, folks, this one may surprise you, but it's the word pastor. And that's put forth in Ephesians 4 and verse 11. It's an interesting word that is defined as a shepherd or one who tends or feeds the flock. Well, that corresponds perfectly with Acts 20 and verse 28, where that responsibility is upon the elders or the shepherds. The elder or the shepherd, the pastor, a group of men, they are to guide, 1 Peter 5, 3. Watch for the souls of men, Hebrews thirteen seventeen, And to be on guard, Acts 20, verses 29 and 30, and Titus 1 and verse 9. Not to allow the wolves to come among them or false doctrine. Now, dear friends, when you study the word pastor in light of shepherds and elders, did you know that churches in the first century were not designed to have one pastor? Churches in the first century had a plurality of pastors. They were also called elders or shepherds or overseers. We do not find in the New Testament where a congregation has the one pastor that's in charge. May I ask you graciously, are we really comfortable with that? I had a long time pastor, if you will, of a denomination as we discussed this, and I brought this out. He said, you know, Jeff, that just may be the way to do it. Dear friends, may I submit to you, biblically speaking, it is. With such responsibility, if you will, upon an elder as a sheep in God's flock, let's be reminded of loving our shepherds in the local church and appreciating them. Hebrews thirteen seventeen: Obey them that have the rule over you and submit yourselves, for they watch for your souls as they that must give an account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable for you. May we be thankful for godly elders, overseers, and local congregation, and to think on these things, the leadership that they bring forth. Let's think about that with a special study we are offering concerning leadership. Here's our J-Web to tell you how you can receive that free study. The International Gospel Hour offers a free study titled, Developing Leadership. God used everyday people like you and I to be leaders of others. This is a great study. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say, Leadership. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. Please leave your name, address, and just say, Leadership. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information name, address, and type leadership in the message blank. We'll send it right away. And now, let's continue our study. Dear friends, it has been said, He can't be your shepherd if you are not a sheep. And that is true. The great shepherd Jesus Christ commands us to believe in Him, John 8, 24, and John three sixteen. 
to repent of our sins, Luke 13, 3 and 5, to confess Him before men, Matthew 10, 32 and 33, and yes, to be baptized in His name, Mark 16, 16, Acts 2, 38, baptized into Christ, Romans 6, 4 through 6, that our sins be forgiven. We are added to His church. We are sheep of His pasture. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour. I'm Jeff Archie, and dear friends, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.